the holidays are here and you've cooked for everybody at the house and now it's time to treat yourself to a little something fun that's right something fun something yummy yeah take yourself and the family or friends out to fire on the mountain they got three locations here in portland two locations in denver and one in bend brand spanking new it's a spanking Go get somebody <laughs> spanked it in yes. Ben and it's new. Go get yourself some chicken wings, some burgers, some, some beer. Yeah. At Fire on the Mountain Brewing. They have their own in-house brewing. And check this out. If you're not in Ben or Portland or Denver, do not fret. You can go to portlandwings.com and get yourself some of their sauces and have a whole Fire on the Mountain night at home. Right? That's awesome. You have a Fire on the Mountain night while you're wearing your Fire on the Mountain merch. And throw on No Simple Road, and you will be having the best holiday time. Actually, the space-time continuum will rip, and you will be transported to a world of infinite joy, happiness, and deliciousness. So go check out Fire on the Mountain because you want to tear the space-time continuum and have (laughs) deliciousness and joy and all that stuff in, in your holiday. Right? Fire on the Mountain. No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve, they've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. No simple road. Yeah, here we go. a lot of work to do a podcast it's a it is a lot it ain't no joke it is not for the faint of heart even for the person like me or apple that don't necessarily do all of the techie stuff it's still a lot of work Mm -hmm. hey now no simple road family this is aaron and this is mel and we are sans mansana right now i think i have the wah wah no wait it's not playing anyway you (laughs) Um, get the idea yeah well you know apple look We've had a lot going on during these last few weeks of December. Yeah, December's been a jam pack. Get it? Jam pack. Uh, it's been okay. full of stuff for us. But we are super happy to announce the quick and easy boys on the show today. Woo-hoo, yay! Woo-hoo. Quick and easy boys. So Sean and Jimmy graced us with their presence one wonderful evening. Here in the studio. They friggin' sang acoustic song. Um, we. 
We hotboxed huh? the studio. Yeah. We had a freaking blast with yeah, them. Definitely. Um, the huge shout out to Axel. Axel. For uh, facilitating this and staying on them and us to yeah. make this connection happen. Axel, you are a stalwart member of the No Simple Road family. And, and we I, love you, man. Thank I, you for making this happen. I appreciate that it was um, that important to you because... Um, looking back on it now, I really feel like having um, the Quick and Easy Boys on the show is really just like another foot into the Portland music scene. No, yeah, do I you mean, know what I mean? They they are definitely like staple Portland scene dudes. Yeah, it just makes me feel like No Simple Road is getting deeper into that. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, you know, water. Nineteen years they've been playing yeah. in different iterations here around the city. And um, if you have seen them, then you know that a quick and easy boy show is an experience. It is. <laughs> I I wish I have seen more shows than we have because they are about fun. They are about doing shit how they feel like it. Um, it's really a treat to have somebody like the band on and, and like they're like proud of what they've done in the nonconformity sense of like doing what they want to fucking do for their career. And for, that is admirable. For sure. And anybody with the moniker Funky Tonk, <laughs> you know that you're bound to have a good time. Did we pull up like any of their... Well, they don't have any... They have one date, actually. They are almost done playing. Um, uh, They have one more show, and it is at the Laurel Thirst. Um, That's it? Yeah, but yeah, and it is the Laurel Thirst, and it is um at happy hour on Wednesday, December twenty seventh. So if you want to find out more about the Quick and Easy Boys, you can go to thequickandeasyboys.com and they got their shows listed there. They got hats and merch, merch yeah. and cool shit that you could check out, and then you can find out about the band. And of course, you can always stream their stuff everywhere you get music because that's, right. that's the world we live in today where everybody has an entire universe in their hand most of the time it's you know, weird you know we think about it it's crazy to think that it is so weird to think about i can find out anything i want by thinking the question and then typing it in my mm -hmm. phone yeah it's basically magic is what's happening but we just it's think technical it's normal magic it's, but okay but it's also magic it is um <clears throat> yeah if, if you had told me 20 years ago that I would have the Library of Congress in in my hand now, I'd, or the Grateful Dead's entire collection of music. Or I, my photos from 2011 all the way to 2023. Yeah. It's a weird, <laughs> weird world we live in. And being serenaded by dudes like this keeps the weirdness going. And I'm here for it. So We need weirdness. Hell yeah. Thank you. Quick and easy boys for, for keeping Portland weird. That's right. And for coming to the no simple road studio. Yes. I felt like we met two more of our brothers. Absolutely. And I'm um, sorry, Tyrone, that we didn't get to um, catch up this time. We hope to have you on the show, man. Yeah. At some point for sure. Uh, so m Apple was here for, for this interview, by the way, he yes. just isn't here for the intro. He's, he's hard at work slinging weed. That's so, right. That's what I'm giving does. people the weeds. I, I want to say it's Friday right now and uh, Sunday night is Christmas Eve. And so if you celebrate that 
I I wish all of you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And, uh, happy solstice. Happy solstice. To all of you. Because we are recording this on the solstice. Yes, we are enduring the longest night of the year right now. But the promise of the light is always here and it is returning and it's, the days are getting shorter or longer as we speak. You know what's cool about the earth? Like It's round. Well, that's dope. So like it makes you do stuff like <laughs> it makes you go to bed early or it makes you dress a certain way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you will not you have to tolerate what the earth puts out. And the solstices are such a cool way of remembering that. Like, yep. no, you're going to go to bed early. You're going to sleep for longer. You're going to wake up earlier. You're going to get dressed, you know, with boots instead of flip flops. Like I kind of dig the idea <laughs> of sleeping longer right now yeah i'm here for that as well i'm happy to get a little more rest but i do want to say like i said uh merry christmas happy solstice and i hope that everyone that is listening to us and is part of the no simple road family or not that you have people around you that you love that you're somewhere warm and safe that you filled with hope and joy for the year to come because the world is weird but we have each other and we have the music and you know what what it's only getting better from here that's all i gotta say you know we are manifestors that's all of all us you gotta say and you kept going and i'm gonna keep going that doesn't make sense it's true <laughs> i'm gonna keep keep babbling no we're manifestors man and if we have negative outlooks on the world out there then our negative outlook manifests into the world around us so let's try and as we dive headfirst into 2024, which promises to be very strange and weird and surreal, let's keep. I hope didn't alive. hear 2024 make any promises to me. I I did. I did. I've been I've been listening to 2024 and it's been oh, really? promising all kinds of weird shit. So <laughs> I'm not. I don't. I strike that from my record. I do not accept that. <laughs> if Aaron's manifesting a weird 2024, that's on him. No, no simple road family needs to manifest a weird 2024. I like well, just saying weird, that weird is good. No, no, that's not where you were going with the weird. So I'm, I strike that from the record, everybody. Whatever, whatever you want 2024 to be glorious, sunshine, anything, anything. You don't even use my adjectives. It's whatever you want to be. It's fresh. It's new. There ain't nothing attached to it. That's what's cool about a new year. Could I have it be rainbow filled and smart and bunch of smarties falling from the sky? I mean, if that's what do you, boo. All right. Cool. <laughs> do you, boo. But I ain't putting no weirdness out yet. 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 No, maybe if tomorrow. It's, if it starts happening, then I'll, <laughs> I'll talk about it. <laughs> but if it ain't happening, I'm not going to bring it up. I told you, baby. I got the inside line to 2024. Yeah, she well, she I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, everybody, we love you. We hope you have a Merry Christmas. And we will be back next Friday with another episode that will be the final episode of No Simple Road for 2023. And we will usher you into 2024 on a magic carpet of us talking and stuff uh so well i wanted to say before we zoom into this interview um for our patreon we did a uh secret santa this year for who those who wanted to participate and i just received my secret santa gift today i did not wait till christmas to open it because i didn't feel like it and it was the most thoughtful beautiful like gift that i have received from anybody in a long time yeah like the super cool i just want to say bobby thank you so much for thinking to do that 
for following it through and for making my season. That was, that's, I'm going to look at it all the time. And he made a collage of certain pictures from Instagram or whatever. From and your life. And exactly from my life. And just the letter that accompanied it with like string dusters lyrics. Like he got really sweet and thoughtful and, um, I'm just really grateful for the No Simple Road family. I, I want to say, you know, thank you to Corey for helping for as long as he did. I also want to say thank you to you, babe, for keeping the show above water for over six years on your own. You're te- welcome. Technically. And it's been super fun to freaking one of the things this year we wanted to do was have more guests inside the studio that happened that was like immediately took place we We, wanted to do more live stuff thank you Haley johnson for recommending avram you know like all the i just feel as if no simple road it got more into the pdx this season instead of like just on the airwaves you know i felt like it really kind of like came down and and materialized in Portland. And I just want to thank all the musicians, uh, Clint Leah Lopez, um, Christian Lopez for coming into the studio. I can't remember everybody, but I just want to say thank you for a really successful year and for sharing your stories with us. Thank you to all the musicians and artists that we had on the show for sharing your origin stories and your fun stories and and your talent and your wisdom. So I just want to say thank you from Mel from No Simple Road for a great 2023. Yep. And we will do a full yeah, 2023 we'll do a free- thing next week. But yeah, I just wanted to throw that out baby. there because I, you know, just feeling the love and, and we've had a very like last, actually it's been a busy year, but I'll say the month of December was very busy. And I just wanted to, sometimes we forget about things that mm-hmm. we were grateful for. So I just wanted to throw that in there. And I just have a lot of gratitude in my heart right now. So I just want to pass that on I'm to y'all. It too. I'm, I'm wearing my Secret Santa t-shirt, mm-hmm. my Mind at Large shirt. Thank you, Eli, for the thoughtful note and the beautiful stone and throat chakra stuff and awesome shirt that I'm wearing right now. And uh, hey, here's the deal. We're going to do abbreviated business, okay? You you just heard us talking about Patreon, patreon.com forward slash no simple road. That's no simple road way that we make money over here. Go join the no simple road Patreon, man. There's all kinds of content going up over there. That is where you get involved with the other people that listen to this show and you help us keep it going. Um, there's Mel's doing a tarot card of the day. There's all kinds of music picks going on. There's fun stuff happening. So go check it out. You can join for free too, just to, peek around and see if it's something you want to do so go check it out go poke around no simple road patreon how long is that happening until um, the beginning of the year no it's from now on you can join for free from now on so what's the point you can't you can see what's being posted but you can't interact with anything or listen to anything you have to you have to you, see. See, you can see oh, what's okay. going on yes you can you literally look at it you can't interact okay. with anything i see yeah uh and then go to patreon or like i said patreon.com forward slash no simple road no simple road website that's all of our stuff, no the merch, all that business. Um, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Tell somebody you love about the show. You, you can get a tarot reading with Aaron and I for the new year or for any time of the year. Yeah, by going to our website and clicking the merch tab, tarot readings are up there. We do a one-hour reading with you and you get all kinds of stuff. So go check that out. And then last but not least, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. 
tell somebody you love about the show and also you can call the hotline or the tepid Ooh. line. It's not hot. It's tepid. 971-808-1524. That is where you get your three minutes of fame on No Simple Road. And you know what? I think we have one. Hang on. Hey, fam. It's David from California. Uh, I just wanted to touch base with everybody on something. I was listening to a song this morning. Uh, not jam related, not Christmas related. However, I think at this time of year, it's uh, mucho importance. The song is uh, Hero of War by a band called Rise Against. Mm. Uh, it's a punk band normally, uh, but this song is about a soldier and the after effects of having served and having to uh, do things that just aren't very nice. And... Um, mm. I just wanted to say, if uh, if anybody knows any veterans who are combat, who have served in a combat role, uh, have seen combat in any way, shape, or form, uh, whether they received fire or had to fire upon other people, um, give them love this holiday season. Aww. Give them love throughout the year, uh, because most people who serve and have to go through that are damaged in some way. Um, it really fucks with your brain when you have to do shit like that. Uh, I'm not speaking from experience. I'm not a combat veteran. I am a veteran, but not a combat veteran. Um, it just bothers me that, that uh, our vets have to go through that. Mm. And uh, the song means a lot to me. And, uh, veterans who, who deal with that mean a lot to me. And so please go and hug a, hug a combat veteran. Make sure that they know that they are loved and cared for this holiday season. Uh, another one is um, One More Light by Lincoln Park, which talks about suicide. Um, and that's also a, a beautiful, heart-wrenching song. So make sure you're telling everybody that you know that you love them this holiday season. Mm. Show them that you love them. Give them the the joy and the happiness that they deserve. Anyway, my time is about up on this call. I love you guys. I love the fam. Best of wishes throughout this holiday and New Year season. David, you are a very, very special. Thoughtful. Person. You know, first of all, Yes, if you have a veteran in your life, adjacent, send them love, show them some respect, do something special if you can, you know, but David, thank you for sharing those songs and, and sharing that message, something we don't often talk about. And I'm glad that you brought it up and thank you for, you know, for your service, whether it was combat or not, because we need the entire military, not just the ones that are on the boots on the ground. We need all of them to help, um, you know, help our country. So thank you for what you've done, too. Yep. And just, David, I, I already said it, but I just hope you know how special you are to us. And thank you for saying those kind words, man. And your love is felt here on this end of the universe. So. Yep. That's a good way to get this get us out of yeah. the business and into uh, a quick and easy boy fiasco thing that happened here. <laughs> Hot box, 
funness. Yeah. You ready? It wasn't that crazy. What? I, what did I make? I made some kind of yummy cookies you or made, some you, kind of bread. Some, uh, or? Banana bread. Oh, yeah. Chocolate chip banana yeah. bread. Oh, that shit was good. That's right. All right. Anyway, everybody, <laughs> enjoy your holiday. I hope you enjoy listening to the Quick and Easy Boys. We'll see you next, Sean and next week. Thanks for being on the show. Oh, also, we would be remiss it being Christmas time. Quick and Easy Boys have a new single out on all the streaming platforms called Mel. Jesus, where's my presence? <laughs> so if you want to have some quick and easy uh, Christmas music in your life, go check out Jesus, where's my presence streaming now on all the streaming services. And we love you guys. So without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you the, the quick, quick and, and Easy Boys. boys. person this evening we have yeah. sean batters yeah, yeah. and jimmy russell that's correct, yeah, correct? That i didn't up. mess up russell <laughs> from the quick and easy boys <laughs> woo, woo. let's hear it for for them yay thank you yeah. thank studio you. audience they're loving it. it thank you digging it and then 
There is a third member, Tyrone Hendricks, who is, I imagine, at home with children this evening, it sounds like. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ty's, Ty's probably got, he's probably got a gig or something like that. Okay. So, so I mean, like, the the whole thing about it, I mean, like in a nutshell, is like, so Ty's like the, the main drummer, but then um, sometimes he also has other gigs, too. So we okay. have a couple other drummers that we use. So Ty could be on a gig or he could be with his kids. What do you think, yeah. Jim? Uh, what are the odds? Over under, uh, I'd say sixty percent chance he's at a gig. Okay, at a gig. okay, okay. out gigging well, it. He's at a gig. All right, we're gonna call him at the end and find out. Or, <laughs> or could be date night. Oh, oh that's, okay. that's, that's important when you got Heck kids. Yeah. So I was telling you the first time my first experience with Quick and Easy Boys was at. Hold uh, on, Apple. Do you remember the first? Oh, time? Of course, Apple remembers. Do I remember the, the, the first, first time? time? No, you don't remember your what? first time. I, okay. I, I'm, well, because this is what Aaron time. right before you got here, Aaron, Aaron well, the, was like gonna tell them how the first pro- time he met, probably at a festival. Yeah. It, it was. I mean, the first time we saw a full performance was Mojo Family Fest. Yes. Yeah, this, mm. this year out at the Rhythms Ground, got to see your late night performance of it's That was really fun. That was amazing. Dude, we interrupt this amazing uh, interview. To, you know, sometimes you get stressed out a little bit during the holidays. So you need to melt these issues and problems and it, whatever's going on away. Oh, you definitely need to do that. So one the, of the ways you can do that is by going to our sponsor, Melt Premium Mushroom Chocolates. This is how you're going to do that. You're going to go to Instagram. You're going to follow at Melt Mushrooms, M-E-L-T-M-U-S-H-R-O-O-M-S. You're going to send them a DM and say, hey, No Simple Road told me that you guys have the best stuff around and they are going to send you their menu and then you are going to have all the mushroom chocolates you ever needed to micro or macro dose or do whatever you need to do with. See, we wouldn't interrupt this with the quick and easy boys if the announcement wasn't extremely important for That's your right. head. That's right. So now your head is all better. And, and now back to the program. Melt premium mushroom chocolates. That was fun. We have a, we got it recorded, but I haven't oh, really? watched it yet. Yeah, we it's we have we have it. Uh, we just need to do something with it. I haven't even yeah. watched it. Um, I'd love to see yeah, it. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll send. I'll send. Jim's looking at me like, "What? Oh, we have amazing. this?" Yeah, no, because uh, uh, I broke my finger, so I had was playing only with these three fingers. Uh, what? For that what? Really? Yeah, but I had worked that out previously uh, <laughs> a few gigs before. That's you a, know? that's like a superpower. Well, yeah, that's incredible. I could still hear the music coming, and then I would think to myself, "Okay, which finger's close enough to the note?" And then try to hit it, and then uh, really. Shit. So this turned into a uh, you know a bad note uh, barrier because it prevented all bad wank wankery. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, oh my turned into Miles, right. Miles Davis or Freddie King. Yeah. <laughs> just, so we're at we were at um, Northwest String Summit 2019. Okay. And the honey dump when we when oh, we arrived oh. at Northwest String Summit, um, Sky. It was our one of the first festivals we ever did like live interviews at a festival. We we didn't know shit. Uh-huh. We'd never been to Summit before, and Sky brings us in and he brings us back to the back by the Honey Dome, and he says, "Okay, you guys are going to set up your tent right here next to the Honey Dome, our our interview tent." Uh-huh. So we did, and then we were like, "Well, what? I guess we'll just like camp right across the street from here. There's a big tree in an open space." So we set up our camp right there. So 
I hadn't eaten acid in 25 years. <laughs> and I was like, well, no better time than the present than, than this night at Northwest String Summit. And uh, had a great night. And like 2.30 in the morning. Was this, was this night one? Sorry. Uh, this, I think it was night this two. Was night two. Yeah. This was Saturday night. And uh, Mel and I go back to the tent. And I'm like close eye visuals tripping still. And I'm like, I just need to be somewhere quiet and chill. Yeah, right. Exactly. I love the laugh. We had quiet. And then the quick and easy boys took the stage (laughs) on the honey dome to like five 30 in the morning. And you guys fucking ripped. We were probably like rolling on the ground and cackling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, It was insane. I thought, I thought like Hendrix and George Clinton had a baby. Oh, I like that. When he said you can't remember, that's why, because I ended up staying up because it ended up being a rotating cast because like Banshee tree, was up there uh-huh. some of the world's fine you guys kept on going and chris it's like six something in the morning the sun's coming up and i just needed to sleep for a little <laughs> i start sneaking off and chris cooch in the middle of of singing a song goes apple where you think you're, where do you think you're going he called me out and goes get your oh, ass shit. back over here so yeah that was yeah that saturday night was insane so i had a, a great introduction to you guys yes okay thank you for that okay were you uh were you able to so wait so was everything cool were you like partying? Oh, were, awesome. you, were you partying and dancing or were you did you hang back no so i like, stayed i actually okay. stayed in the tent and listened to you guys and like you we sent be- me we bed danced we were remember i i couldn't <laughs> I stop remember i couldn't stop moving my i wanted to go out so bad but i I was so tired at the same time. So I, I remember bed dancing. That's known as wiggle worming, actually. Wiggle, wiggle worming. Yes, yeah. it was. We were wiggle worming. I learned about sure. that on Jam Cruise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so let, that's perfect segue. Let's hear about your Jam Cruise experience. Oh. Well, no, is this I mean, your is no, this we didn't your first play. one? I just no, oh. we just oh, went, okay, I from it. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> you that, were that you would, were a jam cruiser. Yes, I would imagine you would be perfect for jam cruise. The quick and easy boys. We would enjoy it immensely. Yeah, yeah, opportunity. That, that yeah, I, it was a second what Jimmy said. Yeah, <laughs> hey, hey Annabelle, if you're listening, hook them up. Quick and Book easy em. boys. Yeah. So tell me about the origin story of the quick and easy boys. You guys have been around for. A long time, 2005. Four, 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 okay, four, okay. Last interruption, I promise. You know, you, it's Christmas time, and sometimes on Christmas morning, after you've opened your gifts or Hanukkah or whatever, and you, you you're sitting there with a pile of trash in front of you, and you didn't get what you wanted. Well, I know where you can get exactly what you want. Where? You can go over to shoptourbus.com. What am I going to get there? You are going to get the most amazing lot tees you've ever seen in your whole life. I promise. I mean it. All right. You're not going to be seeing these out on Shakedown Street. You are going to find these on the virtual lot at shoptourbus.com. Grateful Dead inspired merch. Uh, Song titles told in the form of picture. And they're coming to you with all kinds of extras and candy and toys and fun stuff. And some of you are going to get a miracle bootleg in the box or the package that it comes in. And you're going to get that with for free shipping. If you put in the promo code, no simple road, all one word, no spaces. That's right. No spaces. You don't want a space right now, but drums hasn't even happened yet. See, so go to shoptourbus.com. Check out everything they have. Let them know that no simple road sent you by putting in the promo code, no simple road. And now back to our episode. Yes, uh, 2004 is we found out, we found out, but like uh, we, we, the first time we recorded something, so 
that it was December or something in 2004 we recorded in the studio. We have like a date on the CD. Um, but uh, we started in college in Eugene. Um, we were, were all in different bands. And I mean, and then how, what was it? I mean, how I met you guys, there was two different bands, Waistband Tuck and Savitri. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I was in Savitri. The other guys were in Waistband Tuck. And uh, I saw uh, Ben walking past my dorm stoop with a really heavy guitar amp and he was a skinny guy. And I was like, hey, do you want to rest for a little bit? And maybe we could jam. (laughs) And he came in. And uh, he played the blues verbatim pretty much the way that made my big toe shoot up most of my boot. Whoa. You know, and we were immediately like best friends. And that's kind of how I think I got introduced to Sean. And then we were all in a band together. And that was the quick. Yeah, Ben, we had a fourth member at the very beginning, another singer guitar player. Yeah. Yeah. He was the connection that kind of like. And then, I mean, to go full details, we had another drummer and he named the band. And then his girlfriend would come to our practices and like interrupt and tell us what songs she didn't like and like oh wow you know. yeah, yeah it was and, just and, like and, it was just yeah, we had a choice. The you, you had, had your a, own critic we had yeah. a choice between him <laughs> and another drummer <laughs> for the recording yeah and our, we were like our, old, our old drummer <laughs> from from the band i was in previously yeah so we're like i mean mike doesn't have a girlfriend that's gonna pick on us so <laughs> he, he was then the drummer and he was our drummer for 10 years but i mean he really was kind of uh, a very signature sound of the band you know yeah exactly because his drumming is very unique can can you describe the sound um of the drumming of you guys of us like at this point i mean just what we are yeah i mean so wait what did it start as as what's okay so the start as we wanted to play like you know kind of uh parliament funkadelic but also with like kind of a outlaw country twist and so and ultimately and ultimately with like the punk rock kind of like jazz attitude of like yeah. we want to be able to do whatever the fuck we want like punk, no yeah. boundaries very punk rock but but that was like kind of the shtick and like so, okay. it was okay. like the disco and so country. then we said to ourselves you know what is the biggest mistake that uh a bunch of uh albino fellas from the suburbs <laughs> make when they're trying to make a band that sounds like parliament funkadelic <gasps> is that they all try to dress like bootsy So instead we were like, we're going to go full Stetson cowboy. And so we just dressed up with like hats and pearl button shirts and boots and like, and so we'd walk into a bar and there'd be like like a picture and people would be like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Even like, even the person that booked this or like the bartender would be like, they'd be like, you know, fuck. They 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 uh, <laughs> borrowed uh, or hired a country band. We're like, this is not good. Yeah, and, and, and we start playing funky, and it just it just crush. Oh yeah. shit! That's so, so we awesome. could like play like places where like it was like don't touch my hat type of shit, you know, because like it would be a fight and like and then but yeah, and then it was like and there's also there's a real funky country and like funk music are very similar. Like country can get very funky. Uh, there's a lot of really funky country music, so it's like you can get like the country crowd dancing to funky music, especially if you look like a safe, uh, oh, you know, or some, oh boy, something, okay. something and they so, recognize. Right? So, so, so then we, we tour to the East coast and back all the time. And when we do the middle States, we could like pick up gigs that were straighter <laughs> and like just play raw hide all night. You know, like, oh, so here's, here's, a, okay, here's a picture of the band. The very first gig oh that the very first gig, we're you babies. It's Paul Coffin. We're babies, but, but that's what that's what we would look you, uh, like. 
at all the gigs. You subconsciously knew our archetype. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so like, so that was like crazy. Yeah, yeah. and oh then some gosh. of the music, and some of the music we, you know, we do play like countryish music or funk, you know, like. It, it, it works, but we also play like just very and that's, not that. I forgot, know? but that's James Green, who is in Rebel Jar, the founder of Rebel Jar. I don't know if you know them, but they're mm -hmm. a Southern Oregon jam band that were really wonderful. And uh, he quit the Quick and Easy Boys to do their thing. And then I, lo I love that story. It reminds yeah. me of like that scene in the Blues Brothers where they show up to that honky tonk club. Oh, yeah. Oh. And, and it's like, and, and that's what they did. They played Rawhide. Yeah, all that shit was yeah. us. All that. Yeah, and that was all there. our yeah. fucking yeah. early years. That's just, dope. All the cliches are fucking true. We even true. out drank the bar tab one time. Yeah, oh, probably <laughs> a couple of times. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all you get is, yeah, literally like the fucking, all the cliches are just, it's like Spinal Tap almost. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We've gone through as many drummers as Spinal but, Tap, too. Yeah. It's, it's a trip to think that country and funk have any crossover. Dude, but like, look up Larry John Wilson, Whoopi River Bottomland. And that's just like, to me, that was like one of the various, it's, there's a great, it's a or, great recording of it in Heartworn Highways, the, this movie. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. Heartworn Highways, the documentary about the outlaw country music. Basically, it's like Jerry Reed. The oh, 67th. Yeah. yeah, but or anything Jerry Reed did. But like, but it's like Towns Van Zandt and like Guy Clark and all. Um, but uh, it, all, it, I can't remember who else. Rodney Crowell. Um, but like uh, the Whoopi, they, they share this performance of Larry John Wilson doing Whoopi River Bottomland. And it's just like, all these good old boys in the studio, with their shirts tucked in and shit, and then they're just playing this real nasty, like it's shit that, okay. like, if Fish played it, hold, like hold everybody on. would like shit their pants or something. Hold you know on. what I mean? That um, which the is one the one that's been a couple years ago. Okay, all right. But so the, the first one's really fucking great. I gotta find that. This is Larry John Wilson, and this is. Whoopi Whoopi River Bottomland. Whoopi River, yeah. yeah okay. if, if you have the video performance from the movie, it's it's great. You know, I, I don't. I'm I not. I'm it. not going to speak for the studio version, but let's. I, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be funky as hell. Oh yeah, this will be great. This is good. Mm -hmm. In South Georgia, there's a river called the Old Whoopi River. I already like it. Yeah. yeah, this is archetypal early quick and easy boys. Yeah. But yeah, because I mean, this was it was us recognizing that there's groove and funk in like country kind of music. So you can really take country kind of riffs and just put some yeah. like real dance kind of emphasize the groove. And uh Wow, there's even congas. Oh yeah, dude. This song this song this song is what sold me. Wow. I'm leaving. Papa, he said good and like luck, you know, and, he, and this guy is not like he's not like a LA country hippie kind of guy. This is like a straight this like, is like he drinks wherever for he's fucking from. Yeah, so this is like no like this is like just a real country boy. Yeah, this is not a, a put on. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Because it's like it's not you know. Yeah, once 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 the drums kick in. Oh, like some gospel one, thing in the back, too? And that's like Bootsy Collins. He says it's all about you one, and then you do stuff one. Ba -bum. Ba -do 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 -do. Okay. I mean, it's like, you know. Okay. If you give him, wow, man. You, you just blew my mind. He'll scat for a good 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll just do a whole thing of me, of me jamming along with it. Well, this is dope, though. Like, like, for real. Isn't that like, that's like funky as hell, right? So yes. it's like country is very close. 
you know, in like the soul music, and right? It's all like yeah. gospel, and like they, there's all the, there's all the ties. It's just like I guess like the white version of like. You but know, the I've whole, never the heard honkies, that. You know, no, I have a whole discography to go yeah, through. No, yeah, yeah, I Thank have. I, that's yeah. the best discovery: new music that's old. So music wait, you, you said this is about. old school, quick and easy boys? Like this like is what our first, our first records were kind of sounded like that. Yeah, that's like the vibe we would go was really going yeah. for was that like and like you know those I mean are all bootlegged. Yeah, and but like like people would say like funky tonk or something, <laughs> okay. right? You know, yeah. and so like it was one of those terms uh, that like oh shit, God, I'm. All right, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. As honk funk was it funky tonk? Yeah, it was one of those. It like always that. like I remember it always made me like kind of cringe. But at the same time, <laughs> it's like a nickname, I guess, where it's like if you don't like it, and it sticks with you, and then you just have to like accept it. Yeah. But um, but it works for like some you know short promo or something. You know, like it gets a point across. I like on your on your Instagram says not fitting in since 2004. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because I mean, again, and that's that's been kind of. The whole thing with the band, we've been very independent and DIY for most, you know, so we've been around for like 20 years now. That's a or, long you know, time. Come, yeah, you coming know, up. Um, and so it's pretty crazy. And it's been me and Jimmy the whole time because uh, guy, the guy Ben left uh, a few years into it. Um, when we toured and stuff with him and did, you know, the first album. No, we actually didn't do no albums. So we did early tours with him. Um, and it's then, not Ben Larson, is it? No, not Ben Larson. His okay. name is Ben Morse, and he's really amazing musician and singer and piano player and guitar player, songwriter, he, songwriter, all the stuff. And so he wrote some of the early stuff and songs we still play. Um, ben wrote, uh, which is really great. Um, but uh, where were we? Sorry, I'm really stoned. It's okay. Uh, 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 what was it? You're talking about he he was with the band. Oh but yeah, then left, and then yeah, and he, he left. So it was, album it was me and Jimmy, and then our drummer Mike. And then Mike left um, after 10 years, after 10 years. So Mike was like the main drummer for forever. And like, especially in those formative and kind of definitive years of the band. Uh, or I guess they're all the definitive years, but like, and we're still forming too, or we're still reforming, but like, it's kind of just me and Jimmy uh, is and Tyrone Hendricks and Tyrone Hendricks. for about seven years. Yeah. He has been the drummer for forever. Um, yeah. When your drummer split, did you think that was it? Or did you have somebody in the wings waiting we had uh, Casey Anderson filled in for four years. Yeah, so that was that was actually really an, an interesting one because because oh well, and so getting the, the the not fitting in thing, I guess I don't yeah, know how yeah. to think about. Um, so yeah, we never. It was always to like because we were this whole like country funk thing, whatever, like kind of idea. Yeah, like we just would do anything we really wanted. Yeah, it, it like, was like I, we would always say it's jazz, like or it's like punk. It's just like punk rock in mind and like jazz and spirit it's like okay. punk and jazz are the same thing to we me it's just like it's doing like, what you want to do and free in, in an expressive way and just being like i don't fucking care right, right. like yes. so it's the same idea it's just a different way it's expressed um uh, and so i've always the that's really kind of what we've meant like we don't play punk music and we and, and we'll, we'll tease shit that sounds like that or and we'll play jazzy stuff and weird freak out stuff but like we say like I like to say we're like a we're as much jazz and punk as we are rock and roll or funk or soul or anything else we decide to do. Yeah, it's like we'd get compared to Ween. Ween, yeah, which is and, awesome because I love Ween. Minutemen and Funky yeah, Dollar. Yeah, which are these are like some of my and, favorite bands. And uh, Minutemen, yeah, yeah. Minutemen's the like. Police. Yeah. What? what? So that's so, all over the map. Yeah, but but it's like but try to market that, right? And it's like and especially and then like so it's like we were too rock and roll and too weird for like <laughs> the jam scene and we were too jammy for a cool hip indie scene and we were too you know this for that. It was always too that and so we never really caught on with anybody. It was all just kind of us like doing it 
because we wanted to and like figuring out how to make it work for like all these years and like but and so and then at times you know we did like we did get help we were like had booking agents and like we had a record label at, at one point and like you know things along the way but um but yeah it's largely just kind of been like us kind of being just like fuck you we're just gonna keep doing it and like, and like you know at this point we definitely can't stop unless one of us dies but well and the weirdest part about the whole thing was when we started our main demographic was 40 year old men and now our main demographic is still 40 year old men yeah uh, yeah wow it's like it's like it's like the tool crowd yeah. we keep getting older and they stay the same age. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a graduation yeah. process yeah no we literally have we literally i just had uh eric uh big you know uh, eric uh, biggie his son saw us at mojo fest so this guy who was our buddy uh, eric uh god schwaderman i'm gonna say his name wrong uh, plays biggie in the stomp um he his son he booked us when we were like 20 years ago he booked us for a tour he played you know he's a musician in town and does stuff um he was or just on a gig with him over the weekend and he was like dude my son was like Dad, have you heard of this band, the Quick and Easy Boys? <laughs> I saw them it's at Mojo Fest. Oh, yeah, man. and then and he was like, "Oh, son, like, do you know?" And then, uh, and then I, I, I met his son Simon the next night at the gig, and he was just like so stoked, and it was just really cool, oh, like that's, being like that's literally cool. a fucking yeah, like a friend of of like a but you know Eric's more of he's a, he's a friend too, so um, but uh. Yeah, but it's quick and easy boys are for everybody, I guess. Hell yeah. Like, yeah. Quick and easy oh, boys yeah. are for the kids. Is it is it full time for you guys? I mean it like for, yeah. in the, yeah, and I mean it, yeah, I work I work a day job. I work at a school. Jimmy doesn't, but I mean like it's and I also have a lot of other pickup gigs that I do throughout the week. Yeah, but I mean it's basically like nonstop, you know, it's been Yeah. like we've just been doing it kind of it's just like we set the ball in motion like 20 years ago and it's just kind of never has stopped and then we've just kind of life is it feels like it just kind of happened around playing playing music and uh what were you going to college for uh i studied journalism i mean at first i didn't know right and then like i picked i did i saw journalism was my major yeah and then i don't know what you what what were you studying uh i was studying journalism music and sociology yeah okay did either of you finish I finished. It took me seven years. And like, and I remember we, (laughs) I remember we were, we were, we were in Vegas. I'm real close. I only like 30 credits, but yeah. Well, this is the thing. I've got a degree. I haven't done shit with it in 20 years. Right. So it's like, that's the irony. But but I, well, yeah, exactly. Right. I never would have known the gym, but, um, but, uh, we found out, I found out I graduated. We were on tour and, because I had to petition to graduate. It was this whole thing, right? So it was, it was really bad. Like, there were some real tough times in, during college and, like, bad, you know, the, the, the dark times, right? And so I didn't do too hot in school there for a while. And uh, we were in, I think we were in Vegas. And I found out, my parents, like, told me that, like, the, the diploma came or something. And so I remember, I don't remember what happened that night. But I remember <laughs> we were in Vegas. And I'm sure it was really fun. Vegas will do that to you. Yeah. And, and yeah, so that was, but yeah, seven years later. That's where we all live for 30 years. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Okay. We don't yeah. care from Vegas. No Vegas. We know okay. all about it. Okay. Very, yeah, yeah. We, we've only done like a couple, like we just like, we just go there for just really cause trouble. Our, our, old, our old drummer was like, 
just we the think wildest, of, craziest we gotta person. We got to think of how, if there's any like legal things. We no, this is way it. past the statute okay. of limitations. We're totally cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, let's hear it. Right. He is he what he wanted to do was take a bunch of Xanax at the end of the strip on the opposite end of the strip where your hotel was, and then walk back and see <laughs> who could make it. <laughs> oh no! Oh, my yeah. So yeah, we, yeah. So he we won. Some weird shit. <laughs> we all made it, but I think at one I I was like. That's a long I was walk. like almost like face down. We were at, we stayed at Hooters and Dan Marino's restaurant was there. And I think he said like, I because Jimmy didn't do it. Me and Mike, our drummer did. And then we, I don't even know if we took a cab at some point or walked, but I was like, Falling asleep in my chili that I ordered at Dan Marino's <laughs> fucking steakhouse or whatever, uh, and it's like I don't know. Yeah, it was it was just it was bad. Oh Vegas, baby. Yeah, oh, yeah. we like yeah. Vegas is didn't one time you you guys because uh, I stayed in San Diego. You drove to Vegas. You got uh, blackout and you woke up and all of the furniture in the Motel Six was, was destroyed. So you packed it into the van and left. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's 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 the story. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the but one again, where that statues of limitation. That's you know, the one I was wondering about. Yeah, yeah. No, it was just we had. It was a full. This is this is a, a fiction podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're making all this yeah, shit yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, totally. Screen, right? yeah, totally. <laughs> but right. it was like full on, like, yeah, get the, put the stuff in the van. Yeah, like, that time you shaved the dog. That's, yeah. a, yeah. Grand, that's a great <laughs> reaction, though. Like, like, what should we do? Just pack it in the van. Just oh, clear well, the room out. Maybe yeah, they won't like, notice. Yeah, exactly. Maybe they won't notice there used to be a chair here and there used to be a lamp and then the window, the mirror wasn't broken. Maybe they'll like, forget. Yeah, there was, wow. no, there was no puddle in the corner. What did we break? We didn't break anything. Yeah, so, but yeah, but, you know. So that's all made up. Has anyway. there ever been a, a time in the history of the Quick and Easy Boys that you've thought about hanging it up? No. No. That's You'll have to wrench this band out of my dead cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Well, and, and especially I feel like at this point, right, it's like, like Jim, it's like, we've, we've, what do you say? It's like we've had every fight there has yeah. been to have been fought. And we really? Used, yeah, and we used to have a safety phrase that would <laughs> let the other person know that to cool down. Oh. And that was, I'm going to slap your titties off. And <clears throat> you say that, and we'd be like, oh. He's serious. And now we haven't even said that to each other in about, what, six years? Yeah. yeah. Like, that was, the, that was the, like... You know, like you're, so we've had to, we've had a lot of fights along the way, right? Because this okay. is a relationship, yes, well, it right? Is. I this get is it. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this is like a twenty-year relationship. And stuff always goes weird on the third week of tour. Yeah. So Why the third one? It's just Be cabin fever. Because you're, you're spending weird. twenty-four hours with, with two to three people yeah. for in a fucking van and sleeping shitty and playing, staying up yeah. till six in the morning doing it, drugs luck. with yes. any luck. It's the t other two guys, and you get to skate that. Tour. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah you just, damn, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, but like we've, you know, we we have the full, you know, you don't we you don't talk about the gig the night of the gig. Oh yeah, yeah. So that way you don't, so you don't get any fights yeah, about was, okay, about anybody's step one. Now yeah, it was just, it was so just blanket rule, no talking about the gig after the gig until the next day. Say, like to say like, dude, you fucked up. No, yeah, yeah, no comments. Or even it could be. We played really great. Yep, and then someone and then someone goes. I think we played like shit. Because there's always one, there. you, always one person. Always one person in the always band. Drag on that song. <laughs> one person in the band always thinks that we you didn't we didn't play you, you didn't play great. I think this is like a universal thing where you can have ten people or three people. One person always says it was bad. Everyone else like, this is the best gig I've ever had. Oh, you know, was there right. was one show like 15 years ago in Eugene at John Henry's, where me and the drummer got so blackout drunk that. We started 
a yelling match at each other in the middle of a song. And he was throwing his sticks at me as hard as he Oh, yeah. Like, they were, like, got in, like, a real fight. Because it's, <laughs> on like... On stage. Yeah, because it's, like, everything's, yeah, everything's magnified. Boys, and, like, we definitely, well, you know... He was being a punk. I don't remember exactly what happened, but that's probably what But, happened. you know, because, again, and then it's, like, the relationship. So, like, the little... It's like it could be the, the, the look, yeah. right? Like, and yes. that's why it's, like, so you can't even do it. You can't... And, you know, or again, like Jim said, you say, this was a great show. And someone goes, this was awful. And then that starts the argument. Right. Like, no, I thought that was fine. He goes, no, it was, I, well, you know, I played great, but you didn't. Blah blah blah. Boom. And then boom, and then you're throwing sticks at each other. But yeah, so we've had like on stage fights. Like I, we say oh spinal God. tap like jokingly, but it's actually kind of like it's true ish. True. Uh, like yeah, so it's you know we've had it would take a big rift right now. Yeah, we we basically yeah. joke that like we'd have to like. You know, start dating each other's kids, kids at some or something. Yeah. But even, but even then, you know, if, if if it was within reason, like you know, in, in like in like forty years yeah, or something, I, mean, I don't know. Like maybe I'll feel differently if I'm like ninety. Yeah, you know, like I don't know. He's, he's, you yeah, never trying know. to get their money. Yeah, yeah. So so at this point, yeah, it's like, and it is just Jimmy and I, so it makes it pretty easy for decisions and. You know, just in everything. It's not like you have to have five people and like, what do we, should we do? We, do we do this? Yeah. Do we do that? This is just like, as long as me and Jim are cool, That's like whatever. And then we get Tyrone so and, you know, it's like, hey, these are the gigs. This is what's up. And then like, you know, sometimes he'll be out with like someone else, but like, and he'll, he'll be around. Sorry, yeah, okay. yeah Tyrone is legit. Yeah. And so Tyrone's he's never given me bad advice. Yeah. He's, he's one yeah. person my whole life. Like even when I thought he was wrong, Tyrone gave me good advice. Oh, wow. shit. That's yeah. dope. That's uh, yeah. invaluable. Yeah. Especially when you're getting blackout and throwing sticks. Well, no, I mean, these, the, that wasn't Tyrone. Yeah, no, that wasn't Tyrone for the record. But yeah, we used to party a lot more than we do. I mean, we like to have a good time and we definitely probably earned like a pretty good reputation about uh, having fun. But, um, you know, uh, well, we, we don't it. throw the sticks anymore. <laughs> y'all really bring oh, a yeah. high amount of energy when you come like that is that's what I love that at Mojo. I I'm I'm like going to sleep at six in the night, six thirty. So when we well, also get up at four thirty, so yeah. something's <laughs> got to be able to keep me up, and that kind of energy is I was proud through of you. the you, roof. You hung for it was like you got because they were yeah. Mouth. I couldn't go to bed. I could not go to bed, and I remember those shorts. <laughs> shorts. The shorts. The, my, the shorts. That's actually what the Eric's kid was saying too. He goes, "I couldn't believe you guys were rocking it, and you also had those shorts." But yeah, the we've we've been Gene uh, Cutoffs fans for a while. Shorts, Bob shorts. Weird, but Bob yeah, the Bobby shorts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the we have those work really well, and I've I've even moved on to just more like gym shorts because they're more flexible. I and get shocked now when I see him in pants. He's in shorts so often. See, yeah, I, I love that because we talked about who was or, it that we were talking with. I think it was Eggy, maybe. Maybe it was Eggy, but they were talking. No, well, whoever, Are you whoever, whoever shorts on the stage shorts. Thing? Yeah, no yeah, shorts yeah. on oh, stage. No, that's no. A, that's a real rule though. Yeah, okay. is it? Well, I mean, that's but not that, just but there's exceptions. Thing? No, no, we've we've known the uh, there's no Unspoken shorts on stage. Rule. Unspoken rule, but okay. it's also, I feel like it's spoken, but the exceptions, the exceptions to it are cut off jeans okay. are acceptable. And I think it's also kind of vibe oriented where okay. sometimes some people could pull it off. Yeah, and okay. like, even if it's not cut off jeans, okay. like, 
you well, know. Well, you're covered in tattoos, so it makes it easy now. Yeah, 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 exactly. You're getting like a new tattoo a week. But like, yeah, but so it's like, I so I feel like I've, yeah. you know, I can't even start now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I never like, catch I'm up. like, I'm about to look up uh, electrical permits on Portland Matt. .gov, you know, and start stealing <laughs> copper out of houses. <laughs> you know, that's what it's going to take. Catalytic converters. Hey, man, you're in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, like, you guys definitely get away with shorts, because, like, Aaron asked you ever think about hanging it up. I could not picture you guys doing it. You'd have to, like, get into therapy and stuff, because you put it all out on stage. Yeah. Like, I can imagine it's, like, therapy to you. You get oh, yeah. to go out there, oh, yeah. and you, like, I mean... Balls out, fucking just the crowd, literally and figuratively. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. The yeah. Are for. Balls yeah. Out. yeah. You get the crowd. You you give the crowd. You're one of those bands that gives the crowd no choice but to participate, which is awesome. When people are standing around like just cross arm, it's like I don't see that Good with luck. you guys. It's like it's like you're getting motivated right fucking now, man. Well, and I think I think a lot of the, I mean, yes, it is very therapeutic, and I think Jim Jim would probably agree with that as well. Like you know, and which is why we do it is because we're weirdos that need feel <laughs> that have to feel feel some hole or desire to perform and let people see our art. And right? it's, it's like, like I feel like now too when we do it, it's like we don't even possibly get into our own way, and we've just given each other. Giving each other, uh, giving ourselves to God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow! Yeah, That's a way to, to the put universal it. flow of, yeah. of, and you know, now I'm on a rant. Go. You know, I like every rant. night's going to be different. So why expect it to be different? If it's going bad, maybe lean into it going bad. Ooh, I've never heard anyone say Whoa. that before. If, if it doesn't matter, it's two hours no matter what. Yeah, <laughs> no <laughs> and shit. Just, and then, uh, and then it's just we've gotten used to letting it happen, and, it, and like magical things happen. Because, yes, in the chaos, you know, as yeah. long as you're open it and, would seem and like you, you open it. your mind, right? Yeah. It's like it's and it's essentially a lot of it's like comedy, and like you're right, and like the timing of things, and the delivery, and reading a room and an audience, and, and it's fun, and it's being like, "Fuck love. you," you know what? <laughs> I am I'm going to sit on this, and we are going to do free bird for six minutes in, in, See, in, in, in disco that. in a disco in a disco style just to just to piss somebody off oh. because they were yelling at earlier and they wouldn't stop and it's like fine you know or like or anything or just like <laughs> or, or brown-eyed just, girl and re- as a reggae song yeah 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 or or just like yeah, yeah. We, we meow like cats oh my mom for a while and again that. this goes back to like the punk rock jazz thing of yeah. just we just do whatever we want yeah, yeah, but it's like yeah. but it's also just like sometimes you do it just to like create the tension so you, you can release their retention. Uh, and okay. it's storytelling as much as anything, right? You yeah. got people uncomfortable and then push it a little further and push it a little further. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So we have a whole thing. Jimmy's mom hates it, but we, yeah, we do yeah, that a lot. Really get her good. But it just depends, right? Or it's so like, you do it more. <laughs> mom, yeah, I got you a present. I sneaking it into songs, you know? That's like... Showing your weakness when you tell somebody you don't like it. Oh no! Yeah, well, well, now you've lost. As we we're saying, like the, like the nickname thing, where it's like if you don't like it, people it sticks even harder, yeah. right? But the, when shit's going south on stage, I I would imagine most folks are struggling to get away from it going south, therefore causing it to go further south, like. You're fighting against the flow. But uh-huh. like you said, if you lean into Every it. Every night's different. Be like it's water. Sometimes it's going to go bad. 
Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it's, I mean, that's how you make it good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're turning this Please. bus around. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, and we've, we, I'll show you. Yeah. We, we would have to, Gee. we'd have to play for like three hours when we first started a lot and toured, right? You'd get these dates we played nine to midnight or 10 to two, whatever. So, like, you'd have to fill the time no matter what. Like Jim said, yeah. you have to fill two hours or something. Yep. And so, it's like, even if Jimmy breaks the string and there's just the three of us, it's like, well, uh, we have to, for, you know, like, it's like, what do you do? Or like, how do you fill this time that we didn't plan for? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people and now people are starting to leave or be disinterested. And like, we I don't know. Do six hour sets. Yeah. At the oh black sheep. Yeah. Thing. No, we've, yeah. We, that was Which a six, like a six hour, six hour, no, one like set. It was like our longest. Country fair kind of, kind of. Yeah. Thing. That was, that was oh. the long, we did six, six with no break. Yeah. Who was it? Uh, Brady. Brady and them talked about that. The black sheep. Yeah. Tidewater. Out of Tidewater. They give us late night. And the other band they'd give it to is the bridge. Yeah. And, and you just go. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, like the whole thing was you had to play like from like one or two until sunrise. No set breaks. And normally they'd be these like five piece bands, six oh, piece man. bands. So we did it on well, three, as a trio. And then, <laughs> so we just like fucking, we went year. hard. And like well, one year, these motherfuckers did some uh, nitrous on stage. Yeah, I was like, well, I was like I'm, we've I'm done that. that. We got three more hours to go. Yeah, it would like, be like, all right, ten minute drum solo. We go and like railed oh lines, God, and then like, oh, then, then we come back, and then it'd be like ten minute bass solo, and then like you know you do this, and so, but we did it. Like we played as a trio oh for, for nonstop for like. So that was definitely one of the uh, the epic moments of Quick and Easy Boys lore. That's hey. awesome too. And you had it planned out. Like, like we got to play this long. Yeah, like, well, we, you're we, doing a ten minute solo. We made, while a set, we, uh, we, made, we, made, we made five set lists or six set lists about an hour long each. And we, we always play half. Yeah, and we never make set lists ever. But like for this one, because we were like, let's we need to have some direction as to how we're gonna fill six hours, right? Okay. And we have like nine. Or at that point, we maybe had five albums, but like. Six albums, so it's like you know we have six, sixty, seventy, eighty. And, you know, we have, with covers, we have a hundred okay. songs, right? So it's like breaking that all down, and then we only did about half of the six set lists of that. So it was like, and you know, we so stretched everything. Yeah, we did three set lists of songs <laughs> in like a five hours, like nonstop set. Wow, holy. Okay, shit. so do you still not make a set list? Yes, we we never Mostly. like ninety three percent no set list. So how does it work? We kind of vibe the room out. Yeah. And, and again, then we okay. know what kind of works, you know, yeah. whether we want to hit them. Who picks? Uh, we actually just kind of both know the same song at the same time. Yeah. Most time. Or, We're like, yeah. Yeah, you're right. So you're like, this say. crowd deserves to get hit. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And Tyrone's exactly. been playing with us so much that he uh, calls the appropriate songs. Yeah, exactly. Do you think that's telepathy or just knowing each other or both? Is there a difference? Yeah, right. You're, uh, I, I, I think it's, I think it's like you know. It's, I don't know. It's also you know <laughs> no, you, you, you do it you do it long enough and you get like yeah you can read the room. It's yeah. like do people are people have, are people ready to dance? Like are we or again like are we just is this the, the like the like the fucking sprint you know where we just like fucking hit them? It's like the like you know with all everything we got and we don't stop you know like 100% the whole time it's like or is it like we starting are we starting small yeah, we're going to build and then come down and then the blah, appetizers blah, blah, blah. yeah yeah you know it's like at a wedding the you're only guaranteed 15 minutes of good dancing from the crowd uh, but there is a canary in the coal mine and when it's going down and that's when grandma gets up to dance. And when you see that happen, you hit it hard and you just keep ramping it up and you might be able to milk a bad dancing wedding crowd like another 45 minutes if you're lucky. Yeah, so it's, so it's, so it's, 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 fi wow. it's finding the cues <laughs> and, then, and then, yeah.
I out. <laughs> I want to see Quick and Easy Boys play a wedding. Have you played a wedding? Oh, dude, oh, we, do we, all the time. we like no, it, people that love us. I mean, we have a lot of really diehard fans and friends that we've made really wonderful people, and so we played a lot of their weddings. Yeah, and it, it's the whole like the fam. It's just like yeah, like Quick and Easy Boys are for for everyone, it's, and but everyone knows what they get. When they're hiring, of course. Like, well, no, it's well like, no, but every time I show up and like I'm like Sean, like, how, do these people know us, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, like, yeah. Cause, is this oh, really going down like yeah, this? Like, well, just like, do like, is this going to be okay? Yeah, do they know what they're getting? They're, you know, they're but, paying us money, uh, yeah, a lot of money. So. But but everybody, you know, uh, at this point, like everybody knows what they're getting. Like they're not, it's not, they're not getting, they're not. Well, like they they know what they're getting, and in that they're getting a quick and easy boys show, rather than like. You know the the ten piece uh, cover band that will the do everything. The, yeah, the yeah, exact yeah. way someone wants some it. Right? Songs. It's more like we don't even really take requests. Maybe <laughs> we'll take one or two from the bride or something. But it's like in general, there's usually only like one or two songs that will specifically do for the wedding. Um, you know, everything's well, negotiable. Usually, usually they want Everything, a party. Everything's got a price. Yeah. Yeah, but it's everyone that wants a party. Sometimes get hired by people that I feel like really haven't seen us that much. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, I heard my friend's sister saw you at this other wedding and blah, 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 and she said you'd be great. And it's oh. like, but it's like, again, you know, we can depend. Is, that, is, is everyone they're, at your wedding going to be uh, on Molly and LSD? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're like, yeah, they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. will you play Endless Love? Yeah. And, yeah. This? and it's like, nope. Yeah, no, exactly. we'll, play your sh- we'll play your wedding. Yeah, no, it's like, we'll, we'll do our thing. We'll make what sure you, everyone has a good time. But like, you know, like. You all do too. You have diehard fans. We have friends of ours, especially thinking Jason. Jason and Audrey are really, really big time. I mean, we've known them for five six years or so and then is jason it's one of the you're they're one, almost all you're one of the shows. first yeah. bands okay. ever, he's all you guys need to you know you're new up here to portland you need to get into the quick and easy boys and catch these guys oh where you are like i i would love to see them play, like them them and andy frasco oh shit touring uh, uh, would be a dangerous part you know i just yeah, saw yeah. a video of him the other get day get at us andy's management and i had that daydream i was like man he's kind of a natural quick and easy boy and he's also yeah. given himself to god you all oh, have yeah. never seen yeah. him yeah. i've 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 never seen a live show like in person yeah I mean, i've seen like yes. clips and stuff um, that i mean seriously like i can't really think of a better no that is a touring i mean that, that's just it, it, it's insane you guys take it to an andy would be like damn you guys need to slow down i can't keep up yeah we'd love to give him a run for his money right? well we back a lot of bands so we could back him you know oh yeah, yeah. If, 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 if yeah if, if, if his band couldn't make it yeah. we, we could fill in that's perfect oh yeah so i'm yeah. curious what what did you grow up listening to but for each of you guys uh, I I guess the my the formative stuff for me would be like really like I guess it was like ska and like punk rock mm. type of stuff in like high school. Mm. Um, when I started really taking music more seriously, and I played trombone, uh, I played bass and piano when I was younger, and then stayed playing bass and started playing that in like punk bands, and uh, I played trombone in the marching band for a year and a concert band. So that was kind of my two main things. So yeah, it was like punk and ska music. Um, and then from there, uh, I went to college. So I thought, I didn't even know, I thought the Grateful Dead was like a metal band until like I went to college. <laughs> Same. Because I didn't, you know, and this was like kind of like, this is like when internet was like, this was like mid 90s or like, you know, so it's like, 
the internet was there, but like, it wasn't like it is the way now. And like, right. you don't think about looking something up. So but I was just like, yeah, Grateful Dead. Like that must be like some like hard, heavy metal band yeah. or something. And so, yeah, I went to college and then like first year, you know, you have Napster and shit. And so we got turned on to like an ethernet. So like oh, just ripped ready. like every fucking like jam band like because the, then people like my friends that i've met in my dorms hey, hey sean that's not past the statutes of limitations oh no, so we'll still get sued by <laughs> no but this is fictional yeah it's all fictional it's all performance art yeah it's all performance art and so yeah and then just so basically friends turned me on to like jam music and then just like ripped all grateful dead and fish and fucking i mean like shit that i don't like i don't even know if they're bands anymore like Agents of Good Roots and Big Woo and like I all Big Woo. yeah Big Woo is dope yeah. um, but like and then everything kind of subsequently from there got into classic rock uh, really got into the Who um, and again because of the it, it, the punk rock kind of idea of their brazen brash rock and roll and like but still really good bass player John Entwistle uh, was a big influence and so that was kind of just it was just real rock and roll and energy and performance which is probably why i push it a lot and you know because it was always like punk rock shit you're you're fucking giving it and that's what it's about right it's the the, the moment and the music and the therapy and the giving yourself to god um and then i probably started getting into i just want to say now you know the first time i saw sean it was in this dilapidated punk rock house called the alamo in eugene with like dirt floors in the basement with dirt floors and just broken glass and just all underage kids trying to run from the cops after they showed up <laughs> and he was playing in his band and I just thought holy shit this is the closest thing to like Led Zeppelin or Dio I'm ever going to see in my life oh, like wow. the way that he sang and, and held himself so immediately it was at love at first sight yeah that, that was kind of our that's just yeah Jim's first uh wow. our first experience together and then, like, and then, oh, this is great. And then, you know, and then from there, it just, and kind of meeting Jimmy and being in the bands, you know, country music, jazz, all the stuff kind yeah, of came in. Yeah. Later. And like, yeah, but, but yeah. yeah. So, so I grew up like my main influence that really spoke to me first was like Jimi Hendrix and uh, like David Bowie mm, and okay. uh, the Beatles. And then I was taking uh, jazz bass lessons. So I really got into like Miles Davis and Dave Brubeck and, uh, you know, Wayne Shorter, Eric Dolphy, John Coltrane, all, all types of folks. And then I kind of got into uh, Fela Kuti and Parliament Funkadelic and stuff okay. like that in college. And uh, then just studied jazz on the guitar and also just have a wide spectrum of music that I listen to. It's so overwhelming. I don't even know what to mention. Right. <laughs> right. Knowledge. No, it. I think back to like high school and listening to Hendrix or like the very first time I heard an American prayer by the doors, like that stuff was so fucking mind blowing. And all I wanted to do as a kid was to be able to do that. Like I, I just wanted to be able to do what Hendrix did. And I, you know, that's not never going to happen, but was it like that for you? Were you like, I want, I want to fucking do that. Well, yeah. And I just, I mean, it just his music and the whole, vibrational content of it mm-hmm. uh spoke to me and it was really uh inspirational and and uh it's how you know it's the way he hits notes is to me the way that i is the standard of how i like hearing notes mm-hmm. you know if they emote because if it's saying something even with yes. just by bending it you know right 
And uh, so, yeah, I, I just love Jimi Hendrix. So when I when I first heard Eric Clapton, I was like, oh, my God, this guy's not very good. <laughs> like him. But wankster. But the thing is, though, the okay. older I get, uh, the more I like him, which is definitely a function of loss of testosterone. <laughs> right. Do you, oh, yeah. That's fair. Oh, uh, well, yeah. you know. Do you oh, think God. that um that was good, yeah. your taste changed because you're you've changed? Yeah. For sure, yeah, right? Definitely. I mean, we grew up and we're just different. You're not the same person you were 10 well, minutes we, ago. We say that all the time to each other. We've known each oh, other yeah. for, we've yeah, been friends yeah. 40 years and we sit out here and it's like, do you think if we told our teen selves that we were going to be going to bluegrass shows and this like, like and listening to jazz, we love like the local jazz station, the KMHD, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we love it. We both jam to it in our car. Driving to the grocery keep, store together, listening to like oh, bebop. It keeps you, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like our teen selves would have beat the shit out of us. Oh, dude, they like fucking, listening you know, to NPR or something. Yeah. And you're just yeah. listening to the news. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. I used to be like, why the fuck would anybody watch the news? And now I'm just like, I'll put on the local news. It's like five o'clock. I'm cooking dinner or something. Yeah. <laughs> But then there's also the end of, okay, switch over. Okay, let's listen to that up punk rock now. Let's listen to that. It's, it's cool getting older and discovering all these sides of yourself. Hell it's yeah. different. Welcome to us talking about our podcast for a minute. What's the name of that podcast? That's Axe to Grind. Uh, and right now you're going to be getting a little, a little taste of it right down to the shaky microphone and all. <laughs> and my name's Bob. And my name's Patrick. And usually we're joined by Tom. Tom's the best. Tom has a real grown-up job that requires him to be at work, but we talk about decidedly not-so-grown-up things like... Hardcore music and things that people that like hardcore music tend to like. So that could be the latest shows, uh, revisiting classic material, talking about the new classics, um, all the little dorm room nonsense that you imagine from a niche music podcast that, that you either love want to love or hate yeah imagine all the emotions that you have towards a genre that that uh has impacted your life uh and then condense them down to an hour to two hours a week so triangulate your speakers think about jumping off the bed singing along dancing like an idiot and listen to axe grind podcast well it's like it's like allowing yourself the freedom to i mean hopefully is what people do like allow themselves the freedom to change and explore and indulge in different things and not confine themselves i don't know you know just continuing to evolve as people right it's like 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 you were saying earlier about finding the the balance in the chaos you know what i mean that that's how we should live our lives not just on the stage but i mean think about if you were like nope i only listen to jazz Fucking boring. You had a drag. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, I only but, listen but to you jam could music. listen to jazz forever and never listen to the same thing. True. With any music. True. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You can be that cl- focused. But I would think if we're on this planet to 
experience life. I want to try everything. I want to fucking try smorgasbord. I want to mm-hmm. do all the drugs. Mm-hmm. I want to taste all the stuff. I want to. You know what I mean? Well, that's like, this is. I feel like if again, if this is the quick and easy boys. It's the, it's the whole and freak out. Yeah, yeah. the Dionysus yeah. freak out. Like the like you know the pure you know hedonism Caligula's fucking party. Like I don't know. It's like little it's, Sean Bacchus Baders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like you know, like we've we've always. It's just you do what you want. Like we want to. Yeah. We want to play. We want to write a country song. We want to write like a straight funk song. We want to write a song. We just did a Christmas song. We just wrote. We just we're, yeah. we're releasing a, a new Christ- one. Oh, yeah, we're releasing a oh. Christmas song on Friday. It'll be on all the street this Friday. I, don't Sean, know. I think you should sing it for him. Uh, oh but it's uh, it's called Jesus. Where's my presence? Oh my god! And, uh, yeah. and it'll be yeah. It's it'll be on on, on the first December first. It'll be on, <laughs> on the streaming platforms. But um, we have a so it's like we wrote a Christmas song and then we have another single that'll come out next year. It's like more like Roy Orbison kind of vibe, uh, Beach Boys kind of vibe. And then we're actually, we're, we're recording like a metal album. Um, so we're kind of oh, like, yeah. it, this has always been the idea, like all our albums, again, it's the problem of not fitting in because we have an album and you try to tour or promote it and you're like, well, this song is straight up like blues and this song is straight up like disco and this song is straight up like some weird funky country mix and like it is just the kind of it just made things weird so but so now in our later years we've just kind of ran with it more and embraced it and like again this is like a lot of the ween comparisons but it's just that like so it's like you know what whatever we want to do again we're just gonna do it and like so we're sitting on like three eps yeah and and then we have like a funk like meters like esque ep that we recorded at the same time um, but we were just like, let's record like okay. a metal songs and let's record some funk songs and then we'll like re- release them as separate things, we, but it's from the same session. If we like okay. open for the funky meters at Cervantes one time, you know, yeah. like, uh, in Denver. Wow. Like, yeah. So it's like, we, we have like, you know, we can play like, like legit funky stuff, but it's also, it's like, but we don't always only play that. Okay. So but always only. With, with like bands like King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard coming up where, they're putting out, you know, however many albums mm. a year. Every album is a completely different style of yes. music. Don't you feel like the audiences understand that genre is a, not a thing really and that it's music no matter what? And are they more accepting of you guys, do you think, now? I don't know because it doesn't, to me, it doesn't seem like anything like that has changed for the Quick and Easy Boys as huh. far as acceptance. Um, well, because you've always been, like you said, DIY yeah. and, and whatever. And yeah, exactly. And just doing our thing kind of with our head in the sands, our own way. I haven't seen the metrics. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the data, the data is incomplete. But, but it is. But I think in general, people are more accepting of it because of like bands like Gizzard. And like, I'm, I'm a huge, huge yeah. fan. And like, and like, that's kind of. It's it's nice seeing stuff like that that it's that people are responding to just and like you know it's like Ween Ween has been doing it for even before Giz but just True. the idea of what you know doing whatever and so at least for me it's definitely been like a, a good pusher and a reminder of like yeah like let's just do a fucking whatever we want like I I was listening to a lot of I never listened to metal before till like a couple of years ago and then I really got into metal and I was listening to a lot of Sleep and Iron Maiden and Black Sabbath and just and other bands from there, but really just exploring and figuring it. And I was like, dude, like let's fucking and we've always done like really heavy jams and psychedelic fucking weird shit. So it's like You always had a little bit of Iron Maiden in you. Yeah, and I've, I've always had this like in this I rock mean, and roll part of Jeff Dickinson. But I've you never really heard them, but you would body well, them. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. as a bass player, Steve Harris. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's one so of the first No, so it's like so it's like discovering all this as like a forty year old adult. It's like fucking awesome, right? Yeah, like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Where how come I haven't heard this? You know? 
But uh, it's allowing myself that like, I'm going to explore this and I'm going to go, I'm going to really dive into it. And then it's like, yeah, like let's fucking, we had a recording session and it was like, let's fucking record we were yeah, with a Christmas song and then with all the, it was like, let's, let's write some metal songs. And so we just like kind of came up, we ate some mushrooms and drank some tequila. See, we've never really gotten <laughs> blasted for like a session and we, but we hired like a great studio, a really great studio and just got blasted uh, and recorded. We had, we had jumpsuits. We, 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 we I bought us uh, jumpsuits, uh, track suits. Track like, suits, yeah. Okay. Yes. From this band, what Stack, color? Stack and Kicks is the Portland band. They're a Portland band. Um, Jim's was like blue and like gray. Mine was like black and like pink and blue. Uh, I, we probably have a picture somewhere, but like, um, it we was drank uh, a fifth of tequila and had mushrooms. Yeah. And then, oh. and we were always straight before every done. session before that, because we, you know, we're paying for it ourselves. Again, yeah. it's like the punk rock way of like, why waste your money and fuck around if you're paying for it? Yeah. You know? And so it's like, and so, so we, this is time. And so we, we ripped, we had two drummers scheduled. And so we ripped through all the songs for the day with Tyrone. You know, and because uh, we've really found our recording technique and f- work state flow. And uh, yeah, we did, we did and, like 10 songs and in, so like, in like eight hours or the, something. The other drummer shows up in Carlin and he's like one of the most sought after hip hop drummers in the world. He uh, drums with J. Cole. J. Cole and Dang. like uh, like fucking I don't know if he drums with like Rihanna, but it's like that type you know, of like shit. I played a gig with him one time and if like for like for like twenty people and then he's like, Yeah, I gotta go to Dubai tomorrow. I'm drumming for John Legend, you know, like Oh, oh shit. Just like so he's so he's, he's on the album. Yeah, he's yeah. Tyrone yeah. or so the drummers. And we're all blasted. We're like, uh hey man, uh we'll just make stuff up and see what happens. And so Sean and I talked about it later, we both got home and thought like, Oh man, there's nothing from those takes that are gonna be usable. And we listen to it, and it's just like pure gold, lightning. In oh, a bottle, dude, like, it's like it's just, just, oh, just yeah. fucking just on heavy, fire. like oh. shit, like just. And then we, we did, did like we, ten minute takes of like just like metal droney, like, stuff, and like, and he's just doing this crazy drum stuff. And then we, yeah, we'd do some like just funky, like you know, total like old meters type of like funk with him. And then like it was just a really crazy fun fuck around day. And then it turns out. Like we've started then taking those and then building the songs off of those jams, um, you know, and so like, yeah, so we have I've, we just are, we're finishing like two of the metal songs right now. And that's what we were listening to in the car before. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, man. So I, can't wait to, like I can't wait to a, hear that. Like uh, a dream career in a sense without the pressure of trying to be something that you're not with like the labels or like. Right. And you know, really true. Right. Like and I enjoy it very much. It's not lost on us. Definitely. I mean, like I'm, sometimes it would be nice to like if we had like a billion dollars or something from somebody was if somebody just said we like you so much here's some money but at the same time yeah we're looking is, for that is, same person that's Aaron's yeah. dream that's okay, Aaron's yeah, dream yeah. but uh, but and but he spent the, 10 years traveling like you know a lot a lot a lot yeah and, like uh, just like back and forth across the country we, like non-stop and you're booking yourselves yeah and, well, and we, we had we had booking agents for a couple and, times yeah, yeah we managers. had the full infrastructure I mean we've worked with the full infrastructure we've seen it but yeah it's just uh we get to do what we want, and mm-hmm. you know, nice. I can't it's picture nice. somebody trying to and the fucking next, tell you guys. Oh, like yeah. a record exit, and be like, "You boys need to pick a lane, and yeah, like yeah. stay in it, and Eat go shit with and the genre." Yeah, yeah, exactly, and, and, exactly. And it's we want of, you to wear this. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, at this point, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, it, 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 it's always been a free for all, but it's like we we don't even talk about necessarily like the sh- the show, or it's like it's never a like 
what are we wearing or what are you wearing or where are we going to well, do? I, I know we, what blah, you're blah, wearing. Blah, blah. Yeah, I don't I don't wear yeah, Jim knows that. I just I'm just he's, basically going to wear any shorts. clothes. He's been wearing shorts no, and no shorts, sh- jean shorts. Yeah. He's been wearing jorts like probably 70 gigs in a row and he wore not, were these these pants? It was the these pants. Night? It was these pants. Uh, to a gig and me and my mom made fun of him. <laughs> and, like, he, he showed up with George yeah. every other gig after that, yeah. even when it was cold. And it was like 30 degrees. And I'm yeah, like, okay, yeah. but it is more comfortable having the shorts on. Uh, I will, I will, well, yeah. I will that. So I think that is it's not like 30 cool. degrees. Yeah. No, but it's like, if I was outside, no, but like being inside, it's like, I'll, I'll kind of do it. It's like, it's like early, like Henry Rollins, you get the short shorts and yeah. you just kind of like take the power stance <laughs> yes. and like really like, you know, I'm, I re- I kind of go for that a little bit. I, I channel it. We were, I like it. We were playing in McCall, Idaho, backing up, uh, kind of a Neil Young type character, Brad Parsons. And, uh, the bartender made Sean put his shirt on during the first set. Like, Whoa, we heard somebody has their shirt off over here. Can't have that. Yeah, apparently that was, that, that was that's big trouble in he, Idaho. He told me at the part during set breaks, like I didn't get mad because this isn't our gig, you know. Yeah, I, it was I, it was I, on I, Brad's I, name. Oh my god, right. dumpsters the on fire. Things you hear about Idaho. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like small small town Idaho. Just communicated with his publicist or somebody today oh brad uh, yeah okay cool yeah he's Didn't a, you got do you guys do some stuff with him yeah we back him up yeah yeah so we one of rock and roll band. yeah one of one of the brad does a lot of projects his like his solo stuff or a brad band but for a while yeah we we was the brad like brad and the quick and easy boys um and yeah we did like a string summit with him we did sawtooth with him out in idaho we did a uh, Moscow, some Moscow music fest at Moscow, Idaho. Um, so that was, that was been kind of fun. I think uh, it's kind of just scheduling wise, like when it works, it yeah, works. Yeah. That's um, cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. But that's been a fun, a fun project to do with him. It, is your mom at a lot of the shows? Yeah. She's at quite a few. Aww, yeah. Is she stoked for you? Oh, I mean, she's a wonderful, vibrant person. So. She likes to come have a good time. Your mom loves you so much. I love my mom very much too. Oh, Hell yeah. And she has a new boyfriend too. <laughs> oh really? Oh yeah. Papa Doug as my daughter calls him. <laughs> Are you cool with, with Doug? I was the one that encouraged him to date her. Oh, oh fuck yeah. Right on. Right oh my on. gosh. Oh yeah. 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 Doug yeah, Doug's a good man. He's he's the best. And I Welcome told, aboard, Doug. And I yeah. told, I told him, you know, early on, I said, You're the only suitor that can date my mom that I won't ask for money from. <laughs> oh my god does doug make you call him dad well i call him papa doug okay pd yeah oh Shout out. oh pd oh, yeah 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 that's super cool though yeah and now like and now they like slow dance at shows and he like i see my mom grabbing his butt like she's oh. like you it's because of you, you. Yeah. Well, no, it's I, your fault I know, but i keep telling him that uh i've never seen her so happy so he needs to write a book for all these young lonely men uh, on how to treat a woman, right? <laughs> That's so rad because there's something about seeing your mom happy that just oh, yeah. does something for you on the inside, you know? Yeah, and it, I mean, and we've we've you know we've been around the mama for you know twenty years. We used to so, practice in her basement. Yeah, with mama's basement. Mom was that, down. I with mean, it. that she was, was yeah. mama was so down. She yeah. still is down. Yeah. Um, but and so we, she really is like, she's our mom. She's the mama. Like she's, you know, everyone's mama, like yes. in the band, like, you know, we've, we've partied with the mama. We have some really great, great times with the mama. Yeah. yeah and she's a really good mama. And like, yeah, she like is very supportive of right Jim and the on. band like That's the whole dope. time. Yeah. What's, your, what's mom's name? 
Liz. 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 Shout out to Liz. Right on, Liz. Right yeah. on Good job, Mom. Yeah. We love you, Liz. That's so now, I'm sweet. curious, are you, are you guys from Oregon or transplants to here? Uh, I'm from Gresham. Yeah, I'm from okay. Beaverton. Okay. Uh, yeah, a little Almost bit Almost rival yeah. cities. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. Right. <laughs> about the same distance apart, like from Portland. But we didn't meet until we went to school in Eugene at U of O. Okay. So that, that's where we met each other. But yeah, we've been Oregonians, I guess, our whole life. I think. Wow. Well, not me. I live in Washington now. Oh, yeah. You live in Washington. You're a Washington, right. Washingtonian. But then it's like, but for a while too, though, it was like we were touring so much that it was like, it felt like, like we were actually like legit seeing people and like across the country more than we would see like people in Portland. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Just because it was like, sometimes, you know, you don't get to hang out with all your friends, right? Every, like all the time. And so, and it doesn't happen to work out for these three weeks that you're home and then you go back to New York and then you're, you're hanging out. So it's like you're hanging out with people in New York. More Sean met his out. wife on tour in New York. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, like it was kind of like a lot of, we were really like all over the place for a while uh, as a band of just like, of just, yeah, just being everywhere except for Portland, which also was kind of weird. Cause I feel like it was kind of detrimental to us in town because we wouldn't built in consecutive concentric circles out yeah and we were just going full saturation. so full, yeah full saturation and then yeah. we, we, we wouldn't be around to be establishing relationships even like with venues or promoters okay. in the northwest as much because we would be out so much in the whole country and then like we'd come back and it's like people wouldn't know who we like Crickets. people would know who we were but like all the 40 year old we would like because like we, we've always drawn really well like we we built it up like consecutively over 20 years which yeah. is like pretty cool but like, I mean, knock on wood, right? But it's like, uh, you know, we you'd be like, people would have no idea who we were, or like, it would it took, you know, we we you know something like like festivals, and you'd try to like not get in, and they'd be like, like, who are you? And it's like, dude, like we're like. Like we, we were here we last could, year. Or like we could do this in another place and like, but it's like even in our own backyard, it's like we can't get yeah. a, like a, someone yeah. to respond to an email or something. Right. And that, so that was kind of a, lo- a, a thing for at least a little bit earlier on. Um, That's not happening know. anymore. Not so much. Not, I, I, we'll get emails back. They don't always say yes, but usually we get emails back at least. So that's, <laughs> I'll, I'll take that as Winning, a, yeah. that's a good sign. If, if somebody actually responds to you, I'll, I'll take that. That's a, like, they, they took really? the time to say yeah, no. That's true. Right. Rather than just blow you off completely like i respect that at least well okay so chaos reigns in 2024 is that what's happening yeah uh, as far as far as the, the the metal album you guys yeah oh i mean yeah so that'll that'll be out is that what you're calling it chaos reigns no so so i might so i have that's, that's good, good well, well i have chaos reigns is good uh bo came up with a song oh. called deepest midnight ever my son so he came up with like he, he played was playing my How drums was he? he was like four or three at the time and he was like He's playing, hitting the drums, and he's like, let's call this one Deepest Midnight Ever. And it's just him hitting the drums like a total metal thing. So I'm like, okay, I got it. We got to steal that title. <laughs> I love that title. Yeah, right? But yeah. so unless he wants to, I'll save it for him if he wants it. But uh, but I was thinking if we have the funky one, we could call it, It's either like, we could either be like funky shit and scary shit. And then, or, or it could be like funky stuff I like that. and scary thi- or funky things and scary stuff. 
and they can be the things and stuff EPs. And then like, right. Or like, I don't know. So there's like, I've been thinking that silly, silly ways to do something, especially it's like, do we release them simultaneously? These complete opposites. Cause we release a metal album. It sounds nothing like what people are going to get at a show. Right. It's like, how do you promote a metal album? If you don't play a metal, unless you're King Gizzard and they have their fan base, which is much bigger than ours. So it's like, we somehow need the people who recognize the craziness of music, you know what I yes, mean? It's like, it's, it's that type of thing. And yeah. it's like the only reason not to release them at the same time. Now we're having a band meeting. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We like it. It's because we were going to hire a publicist to do some type of pub, you know, yeah, right? campaign, which we're not doing. Release them at the same time. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, so, no, so, consensus it, has been reached. Yeah, yeah no, so it's like, so it's, it's difficult, but it's like, it's like, it's definitely, it's like we have a Christmas single, of like the Roy Orbison Beach Boy song and then like a metal album and a funk EP. It's like that none of that really makes sense cohesively and as far as like we <laughs> yeah. can't pay, we, let's promote this single for the for the new EP coming out but it's like it doesn't sound anything like it mm-hmm. so it's like that doesn't work. The only and thing so that goes with everything is the Christmas album because a metal person Christmas can do Christmas. Right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Anybody can do Christmas. Well, yeah. <laughs> Christmas is uh, we, we felt it was about time to have yeah. like a silly a holiday song. Holiday songs. He's He's yeah, I mean, so it was, yeah, we just like, it was like, we need to get one out. There. And how can Jesus oh, yeah. wears my presence not? Yeah, oh, Jesus <laughs> wears my presence. Like, <laughs> I was like, is, you know, it's about as serious as the song title sounds. Uh, it's a pretty silly song, but uh, it's okay. it's pretty ripping though, too. So yeah, because on Friday it'll be out. I want to get serious for one second. Oh, no. <laughs> no, well, uh, for real, what's your greatest, and when you think about it, your best and greatest accomplishment with the band? To each of you, because it might be a different answer. Wow, the thinking, the, the best, thinking. Or, or or just like best or greatest, or like you among know, like, them, or like really like. I mean, I don't know if like there's, there's never one. There's never right? one, right? Because they grow. Of course, if I would ask you this five years ago, it would be different. But I'm asking you today, with twenty years behind you. I mean, I'd say the the marathon itself. Is <laughs> yeah, ever, it's more ever impressive. Yeah, yeah. The the so fact it builds that, exponentially. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm very proud of Sean's and our friendship and how yeah. much our relationship yeah. has grown as best buds and uh, the depth of the music and trust. You know, probably the level of trust that's come about is probably the greatest accomplishment. And being able to support our families. What? Like, that's a great one. Yeah, that's really, huge. Really, uh, I mean, that's major and. It's getting harder to uh, do that, playing music, I feel. And so we're very, very fortunate. Yeah, we've just even got this niche that we found. Yeah, I think I think that I, that's absolutely right. It's like the fact that we even have a, the tiniest of tiniest of tiniest little weird niches at all do, is I mean, very fortunate because some people yeah. don't even, like, you know what I mean? It like goes, It really goes great, you know, mm-hmm. and we just have a super wide variance of experiences, too, within well, so many really close friends we've made over the years that we've been friends with for 20 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we have these friends uh, and sisters whose kids, when they were like, what, six and seven were like huge quick and easy boys fans. Mm-hmm. And we taught them, this is again, past the statutes limitations, but <laughs> we taught them how to cuss and how to drive. Yeah, like, <laughs> when they were like you know like yeah. ten years old yeah, or yeah, something, yeah, you know, yeah. we got pictures of them like yeah, yeah, on yeah. our lap in our van yeah, driving yeah. around and like having them drive and like and they would like talk about it. They, I want a woman that can ride with their goddamn boots on. And, like you know, like, they're talking about like you know, like now they're like in their t- early twenties. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's like so seeing stuff like that. 
And I mean, I also think it's like, I look at it as would young Sean be like cool with the stuff? You know, it's like, it's like, I feel like I'm doing good by what, I've always true kind of yourself. stood okay, by yeah. and yeah, and growing and still staying yeah, true. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I'm like, I'm still, I still feel good, and then like that, yeah, and we can that we're in a spot that we can really just do whatever we want, whenever we want, however we want, and like you know, and there's like been like we fucking. It's like you don't, you don't, nothing cool happens unless you do it. But like the random is shit. We backed up fucking Peter Yarrow from Peter, Paul and Mary on a performance on TV one time. What? Like, and it was like, it was like yeah, one like, of those like, like seven in the morning. How would ever that, that night. I was like, I'll just like, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and it's like, you know, but it's like, I, you never would ever guess something like that would happen. Right. And it was like so silly. It was like, it was two songs and then, you know, never happened again, but, but we like, played, uh, what was it? it was, this uh, land is like my land or something. <laughs> well, and so like we threw our hats in the ring, like as you know, folk protest, uh, songsters. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, but it was something like that, right? Like you never would think that, but it's like, that's kind of cool. Like, yeah, it's, it's just a random, that was a random fucking Tuesday, you know, like <laughs> something like that. Like, you know, and there's like a, a million of those little things <laughs> The basically just good stories, like yeah. which is like kind of like life, right? Like that is you're, what you're just life collecting into, stories right? and good memories and you know and shit you don't remember or you vaguely remember. I was talking to a couple of buddies tonight actually about that very thing. Like one guy was like, "Oh, it was just your birthday," and he was like, "Yeah, my my girl and I were talking about like she asked me what I wanted for Christmas," and he was like, "Dude, I don't want anything. I want experiences because experiences are the things." that I can carry with me into the future. All the other stuff breaks or fades away or I don't fucking use it anymore or whatever. I want to have experiences. And, and like you were just saying that to your sister today too. Mm -hmm. Like this past year we've done so much shit and it's all shit that like we were so stoked to do it. And now it's like, whoa, that's dope fucking memory. Mm -hmm. I have mm -hmm. that forever. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's about. And honestly, and I would hazard to guess that you feel the same that's the shit that makes you feel happy true is having that yes not the money not nothing like it's, that's the just shit. that certain freedom that mm -hmm. you're um affording each other for for life for basically your life that is pretty legit mm -hmm. i do like, say so. it's not lost on us it's just like often something happens and i think wow there's no way I could have anticipated that have it happened when I woke up this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but that's great. I mean, like that's isn't I feel that's like, like that's how life should be, right? Yes. Like you don't wanna have like the the same shit, right? It's I, like I think it's amazing that you can be forty one or forty two and and still have days like that. You know what I mean? It's it's like I locked my keys in my car at the dump the other day. <laughs> And then I found stuff at the dump and broke into my own car. And I just, it was just the <laughs> most wonderful, accomplished feeling. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> I never thought that was even an option. Who knew oh that was going to happen today? That's, that that's not what awesome. I was thinking when you were telling me that's great. Yeah. I mean, it's just a million things like that. Like, whoa, that's so crazy. Yeah, being open to the experiences, right? That's, that's awesome. all it's about. Sean, you can tell that it's not lost on y'all. Yeah, man. You can okay. tell. Yeah, the the yeah. happiness shines through and like that freedom and like N talking to you now I, it all makes sense on stage okay. it really does it, it like puts it into an even better perspective because it's great to see things when you don't know the story 
mm-hmm. and just you're fresh. But now knowing the story, giving a little bit more meat and depth to it, it's really great that you guys are doing that like yeah. punk rock style, man. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. I am really charged up about my, it. My favorite gig that we have right now that's like that, like consistently, is we play every first two Wednesdays of the month at the Laurel Thirst for happy hour. The first two Wednesdays? The yeah. first okay. two Wednesdays of, yeah, of every month. And we play, new, like, uh, straight New Orleans songs. We've had, like, the uh, Portland's best oh, New like Orleans piano Fats player. Domino shit yeah, and, yeah, like, like, Meters or yeah, Dr. John. Like, it's just, like, James it's a Parker. good, like, fuck around, like. Yeah, a lot, just straight New Orleans. But we apply the Quick and Easy Boys insanity to New Orleans songs, and it is really <laughs> fun, and it just yeah. gets completely packed every time, and... and Oh, we're gonna have to come check that. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. We, we yeah. call those ones Queasy Gumbo. Yeah, Queasy Gumbo. Because <laughs> like the quick and easy boys. So like everyone calls us the Queasy Boys, right? So it's like Queasy Gumbo because that's like the. the it's a real yeah. And that's so Louis was gracious enough to give us. Yeah, those. so that's been a, that's been a cool thing to get. Like and again, it's stuff like that. It's like being able to play and have like a residency somewhere. It's like again, it's not lost on us. And like you know, uh, all we're we're appreciative of everything that you know that we do have right on. freedom um, is tantamount. yeah yeah and like and we've always too are going back to it's like trying to express our trying to have other people have a good time at our shows we always we used to we'd always take our shirts off and we'd be like this is a judgment-free zone like <laughs> take your shirts off with us right like guys girls doesn't matter right like it's just like just because it's, it's you know it's, it's more fun and you're partying and like we're just having a great time and partying but like it really does allow having a good time in front of people allows other people to have a good time. Yeah. Yes. It shows that yeah. it's okay. Yes. Right? So it's like, if I'm not going to enjoy myself and do this and I genuinely enjoy when I'm dancing on stage, <laughs> I'm having, I'm genuinely doing that. Like, yeah. fucking it's maybe like 10% performance and like 90% like real, like yeah. fucking, this is just like, I'm in, I'm in it. I like, call that know? Papa bear grabbing salmon out of the river. when. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like but it, but it, but people seeing that, you know, like like a, a giant man with his shirt off like dancing around or like and like singing in falsetto or and screaming or it's like it, it can be liberating for other it's people. Free. Yeah, and it's, it's the wow. judgment free zone and like right. let's dance, let's do this. You're literally letting people pop off. Yeah. Well, with well, each oh, other. We would say pop it off. That's what we'd say pop it off. And then they pop off the shirt. Yeah, and we would we, we used to, we've had this, uh, the Wednesdays at the Laurel Thirst uh, every July for like 12, 15 years. Yeah, it started like 12 years ago. We'd do like an annual monthly residency. And so we would always go to Chen Yen's, which is a bar down on 28th right after. It's no longer there, but it got, got R.I.P. Chen Yen's. It was and the best. It was like a super dive bar, super punk rock bartenders. and uh, Like they'd, they'd like fill that coffee mug with whiskey when you'd order one. You know what I mean? And and for like $3. And we're, and we're already ha- we're hammered drunk after our show, and it was the only bar that would let us in. Because we would take all of our fa- friends, oh, which, shit. Are, which are all with, 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 old dudes. No, with, uh, with all their shirts all, off. All the 40-year-old all of our shirts guys. off. No, and then... We would like, uh, like, if someone would walk by, we'd chant USA and try to get them to take their shirt off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, and it was like, you know, these poor Chinese people that didn't speak English owned the restaurant. <laughs> They'd come in and look, look at us and like back out. Oh, <laughs> shit. You know, oh, I don't remember. Hell, yeah. I remember Jesus. that. Yeah, I remember. I, I remember at the peak of it, I came Why in. Why were we yelling at the drummer, people walking by? The drummer was on 
Sean's shoulders stabbing the roof with a Rambo knife. What? Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it was anything goes. It was just yeah. like, and, we, uh, and, we, and, and they, they never kicked us out. They let us in all the time. I don't really drink. We tipped well. And I want to drink with you. We, we, tipped, <laughs> we tipped well. Yeah. We called those parties Smapu parties. Yeah, shirtless men of okay. Portland unite. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we tried calling it Spapu, you know, shirtless people, but no women ever no, showed yeah, up. It was yeah, all 40 year old dudes. Yeah. So yeah, this was like, it was like, we have like, a, like it's the same fans that go to Tool concert. It's like, it's just like dudes well, and but, dudes but, but that like, want to talk about music and dudes that want to talk about the gear and all these things. And that's awesome. But it's like, it's, it's like, that's, that's the crowd. It's 40 year old dudes. Well, you know what I mean? Like a lot of close friends. Yeah. So where, what, what about, Stranded. yeah, bud. What about? <laughs> uh, that was like uh, a Dionysian freak out chant that my friend, best friend from high school, uh, kind of came up with, and um, it stuck. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's like it's you know the the the, the it evolved. It's like something that evolved to a point where well, by the it time came, it, it came, okay, if you want the full story, I want the full story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It came uh, from the Pleiades, uh, and the reason I say that is because one time in high school. Uh, he got really drunk at a vol- girls' volleyball party, out high school party in uh, Sandy. Okay. And uh, he got so drunk that he ended up falling into a ditch with a tire that had blackberry bushes. And he was- As like, one oh. does. And he was he was rolling around in the ditch with the tire screaming, Subaru! Subaru! <laughs> For like hours. Yeah. Just like totally lost his mind. And uh, so then- <laughs> People would see him at high at, at school, and they'd be like down the hall, like super, you know, like yeah, messing yeah. with him because it was the funniest thing anyone had ever seen. And so then it's like <laughs> he took it to heart, and he'd just be like, and there's a real kind of emotive uh, dialect to it, where it'd be like super, super fucking, super, and then that turned into uh, not you, not you, super, not you, and they go not you, but. Not you, bud. And then not you, bud turned into see ya, bud. And then see ya, bud turned into yeah, bud. But Subaru in, in Japanese means the Pleiades. So that's that's what I say. And that's it, their it, logo. Yeah. So it came from, yeah, came from the Pleiades. And, and then wow. and by the time I got to Quick and Easy Boys, it, you know, then, you know, Jim and Mikey Bud brought it in. And then it was just, you know, we, just, when you're drunk, we ran you know. with it. And it, yeah, so it's, 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 <laughs> you could just have a whole conversation of like, yeah, bud, yeah, bud, yeah, bud. Like you, you yell it, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, and, and, Different it's, and, and we've done it and we've spread this now over the country. Like, you know, because we toured for like nationally yeah, for so long yeah, that it was like, so we, and we have these yeah, bud stickers yeah. and we tag everything and give them out. And then, so like you'd, it'd be, you like, we would see like some people like our friends, uh, they're in this band in Baltimore called the bridge. And uh, it's and they would like they would start saying it or like and their fans would start saying it and so like you'd you have infect, like affect you yeah you created no, a meme the yeah bud yes the yeah bud meme to the point where there is a motherfucker uh, in Maine or something who is has like a photography company called Yeah Bud Photography no way swear to fucking god I got an article someone ripped it out and mailed it to me and it and it's and it's the article and it's, it's his like article Yeah Bud Photography. And I'm like looking this motherfucker up because I'm like, okay, we've never played Maine, but we've played like Vermont and like Connecticut and, you know, Massachusetts, all that stuff. So it's like there's that. And it said that he used to live in in the Northwest. Oh, so I'm like, so I'm like, dude, that's yeah, bud's been around in the band context since like 2004. 
And and we've played every fucking where. So that's why I'm like, I think this guy got it from us. I'm not. I haven't reached out to this person. And he owes you 10%. Yeah. Why haven't you started a PI? Well, yeah. you know, I'm, just, I'm, bu- I'm building my case yeah. before, yes. before, oh, yeah. I, before, I, before I pounce. Maybe that's your benefactor. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, Hell so, yeah. So that is, a, that is a thing, which I thought that was like the most like, you know, like maybe he just came up with that on his own, but like if he I aped it, that's so. pretty, that's pretty great. Right. If we've, if, if, if a quick and easy boys term has like infiltrated the like the lexicon, lexicon. <laughs> ah, jinx, right? Yeah. You owe me a Coke. <laughs> All right. Before we go. Our Wait, that was awesome. Thank you, yeah. guys. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. rad. Yeah. What a fun guys. story. Yeah. And, it's, and it continues, us. you know? Like, mm-hmm. this is you rad. Need, you need, like, 15 hours to like before we're even warm up, you know? We're just scratching the tip. We, we can ramble at you all night. So, Jeez Louise. <laughs> are extraterrestrials, are they physical beings from another planet, in your opinion, from another planet, or are they extra dimensional and uh, and uh, not corporal? It's too complicated. Both. Well, <laughs> and and more. more, and more. And more. I want to hear. I want to hear the the whys of it. You know, go ahead. You have, you'll probably have a better answer than me. I have suspicion. Well, I don't know, but I have no a lot knows. of opinions on it. After the Younger Dryas, mm-hmm. when the last deluge happened, right? Uh, either motherfuckers, aliens came down and reseeded uh, civilization, you know, because there's the stories of all the, you know, the fish head gods and right. the, the the same story across the whole planet. And it's from Sumer and or or the Dogon tribe, right? Mm. Uh, or motherfuckers hid in caves with advanced technology, waited a couple hundred years came out with fish heads on or but, but okay to answer your question the extraterrestrials are both physical and corporal or incorporate yeah. you know uh they're dim- dimensional and physical mm-hmm. probably some of them are just dimensional but is it possible that we are the same as them <laughs> yes it is oh uh, chris angel mind freak right there yeah I, well, I would say, based on experience. <laughs> what experience? <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, we are both. Yeah. Because. That's my feeling. Yeah. I mean, anybody that's ever smoked enough DMT and has broken through, there's. What about people who haven't smoked DMT and have gotten freaking kidnapped and had these crazy stories? That too. But. Lots of ways to get there. There's lots, lots of ways. That's why it's back to what you said, Sean. It's all of it and more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think for sure, I know that I've experienced that communication for sure. A thousand percent. Nobody could tell me different. No way. And the only way that I could have done that is if what you said is true. We are the same, right? Because yeah. I'm sitting here with you, and I think, anyway. It's hard to tell. It is. Well, yeah. It's yeah. getting harder as I get older. Yeah, it's getting weirder as, as we continue. Um, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, we, we, and we, I don't know if you, we've been meaning to have you for a while at the behest of friends of ours. And mm-hmm. it's just a matter of getting a, like when it matches up. And, and this time it, it was meant to be in person, obviously, because yes. we're all here. And it's the best so much better. senior guys. It reminds me of me and Aaron. Like your guys' brotherhood and friendship is like awesome. You can see the connection <laughs> uh, between yeah. you guys and. It's amazing. It's you know we're 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 they've, they've we're, got a forty year relationship. Oh, you know that's I mean? cool. It's, yeah. like, it's like my kids. I tell yeah. you know this is Uncle Jim. You know I'm never like, gonna stop talking. But we we played a gig last week, a couple weeks ago, where we had uh, Brian Foxworth playing with us. He was kind of a legendary uh, Portland R and B funk drummer, blues drummer, and uh, I asked my mom for a shot, and she only brought one for Sean because I didn't think she wanted me to drink anymore, and so he took it into his mouth and then baby birded it <laughs> and, and, the, and the look on Brian's face like he definitely didn't think he was going to see that when he woke up that that morning yeah and then afterwards we immediately get done he's all he's all you guys uh, ever done that before? <laughs> You're so old. It's just, you, you do that all the time, but you know, but but it's like, but like, it was just like it felt like the thing to do in the moment, right? But it's yeah. like it's like we're brothers, that's you know? right? And it's like, very sanitary. It's hard. Oh, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It was the whole universe. Yeah, it was. Nobody's getting sick from a whiskey baby bird. And it was yeah, beyond I'm, our will. I'm putting putting on the show, you know. And now we do it in every show. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do. I do want to shout out our buddy Axel is the one who initially a couple like whenever like when we initially were talking like a year ago two years ago whenever it was he was the one that was putting the bug in my ear about you guys oh wow so uh, so, so I'm giving Axel a shout out he would always be like He'd be, he'd be like, you, know, you, should, you should reach out to these guys. You should get in touch, and you do this for, for forever, forever. And it's one of those, yeah, yeah, I will, I will, I will. Mm-hmm. And he kept, have you done it? Have you done it? Have you done it? Aww. And then it was like, I finally did it. And the, you know, this was like the year ago one. You know, or like however, yeah, yeah. however it happened. I just remember. And then it didn't. You know, then it for whatever reason it didn't work. But then, and he kept being like, you know, have you done it yet? He gave me one of your guys' stickers, being like, this is a reminder. Reach out, reach out, reach out, and so then it was. Uh, so shout out Axel, Axel for making that this, yeah, for making this yeah, come to fruition. Dope. Yes, yeah, he yeah, is. he's, he's yeah. a big fan, and he he always the only thing I think that would make him happier in life is if Jimmy played Machine Gun uh, by Hendrix's Machine Gun. Axel is a big fan of that, and and we've J- Jim's done it. We've done it a few times, but um. Axel, every time he comes to a show, every he's like, show. machine gun, machine gun. <laughs> like, yeah. He's yelling it out, you know. But, and it's, really but we can't give it to time. him all the time. We can't give it to him every show. Yeah. I've never yeah. told him this, but every time he asks, it adds another three months. Oh! Now he knows when he's going to hear this. But uh, I try to play it once a year. Yeah, you, you, you give it to him once a year. We'll te- tease it in the middle of a jam, or you know, it's just kind of it's up to Jimmy when we're gonna do it, right? Because that's like that's that's all that's it, all guitar. It should be sung in drop D, and I don't want to sing it in E. I'll sing it. Okay. If you want to do it, I'll See, put it that way. I'll sing. Practices. I'll cover. There I'll cover okay. vocals. At a band meeting. Yeah, yeah. 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 And on. the first set list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so Name the going record. into the interview, normally I play a song, like or a minute of a song, because people can go listen on their own. What song? Ooh, come on! You like, are we saying like the that. first minute of a song or any minute of any song? And uh, the first minute of the a first song. minute of a song. What song? What songs has a cool first minute, Jim? I don't know. Or do, you can do something off the couple live, minutes live off the live at Laurel Thirst. Yeah, there's usually, that's probably pretty good. Although it's like it could be just like a minute of us oh, rambling at the beginning oh, of probably, a. Uh, I mean, the, 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 and you're like, I got it. 
Yeah. Okay. And was that or, or, or take yeah. take your medicine? I'd say either maybe both. take your medicine or I got it. Okay. Those are both kind of like upbeat disco-y songs. Um, I want I want to make sure that the people that listen get pulled in. Okay. I think I mean take your medicines definitely like are probably like most has the most plays type of song. Okay. Um, but I mean, I don't know, but see, this is the hard thing because they all sound different. So it's like, what would you play for someone if you have one song to play for someone? Okay. It's like, okay. I'll, you tell know, you what, yeah. I'll tell you what. Bad question. How about if I just pick? Yeah. I'd say whatever. If you, it's, if whatever you know, we, whatever, yeah, whatever, I whatever go, you're feeling. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two totally. minutes of meowing. Yeah. Because, well, because also that could be <laughs> different. I could be like, yo, because the last time we, we came out with one in 2021 and it was this like space opera uh, about an astronaut who crashes and yeah. falls in love. I listen with a, to it at work. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, Amazing, so it's like guys. stuff like that. I could be like, yo, like play some. I think the best track is this one. But then it's like it could be like, what's this weird? You know, some to somebody who doesn't know. We'll leave it to chaos. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, leave All it right. to chaos. There we go. All right, guys. <laughs> thanks you. Thank Appreciate you. It, thank guys. you for having us. Do you remember guys. your anniversary of the band? Yeah, I think that the first album said. At least the first recording session was like December. I want to say like we got together though in like a July or something. Yeah, that's yeah, what we I got meant. together in a we July. Got together in July, and of then by, and then it was December when we first recorded. Hey yeah. man, you yeah. want to you okay. want to be in a band? Yeah, man. Mm. And now we're here. So yeah, so, yeah coming up in, in December, it's gonna be 19 years. Yeah, dude. Oh, congr- yeah, happy anniversary Congratulations, to you. Yeah, yeah. Right on. It's 19 wow. years Fucking of doing whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> exactly. Hell yeah. Well, and shout out Tyrone. You're not here, but yeah, you yeah, shout out Tyrone Hendricks. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, wow. Oh, shit. I'm Thanks. jealous. I want to do 19 years of doing whatever the fuck. I want. <laughs> Will you happen? Oh yeah, that's right. Kind of have. Even more than that. <laughs> All, right. All right, we're out. Peace. Hi, this is Henry Kay, host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music, because as you'll hear, sometimes the story 
is the best song.